section on niyat or intention. I want to start with a short hadith from Imam Ali, very short hadith. Intention is the basis of action, is the foundation of action. This is important. A lot of people don't think about, don't think deeply about their actions before they do them. Sometimes people just know, all right, you know, I need to do this or I should do this, but they don't think about why they're doing it, um, how it should be done. But really like the core of it, the thing that, that becomes most important here is why you want to do it. What are you doing it for? Are you doing it for yourself? Are you doing it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Are you doing it for your friends? you know, or somebody you care about. Why are you doing this thing? It's, the intention is the starting point, the, the launch pad for every action we have. And the intention has to be pure in the beginning, or the action, the entire action's value becomes corrupt. Now, I could go a million different ways on the subject of intention, but I actually wanted to highlight and showcase some of the more beautiful points of intention. When it comes to good intentions, allow rewards based on the intention and not necessarily on the completion of the action. And that's something that a lot of people get mixed up and they don't grasp that concept. They think if I don't accomplish this or I don't finish it, you know, Allah would be displeased with me or I wouldn't, I don't know, receive a share of the reward from it because, you know, it's an unfinished thing. For one, we have this hadith, anything that begins with Bismillah, it's on him to finish it. It's his business. You start it, you start it with Bismillah, you start with the intention of Qurbatan Allah, pleasing Allah. And if Allah wants to see it through, he'll make sure it gets finished. It was important that you had the intention of starting it and finishing it. And this isn't to say like, okay, just in your mind say, okay, yeah, I'm going to have the intention to finish this. But deep down, you're like, yeah, no, I'm not going to finish this. That doesn't count. It has to be like pure. And, you, know, you actually have to have a sincere drive, desire to finish this and see it through to the end. But now this beautiful part I wanted to, to showcase, to highlight, is these two narrations I came across. And one of them is from the Prophet. And it was said that there were these two groups, these groups that had left Medina. And they went over valley or through valleys, over heights, they climbed through hills, everything. And it was said that these these groups, they all left together. And then somebody said, well, how is it? that, you know, these people that weren't with us, how is it they were with us and they didn't experience these things? The Prophet said, because of their intentions, they wanted to be with you. So now we have an event taking place in live time or in the, the relevant, the very near, near past. And they all weren't together, but the Prophet saying, because of the intention and the desire to be there with them and, and, and experience this with them and support each other, 
their intention placed them there. That's in the, like, immediately past. Like, it just, just happened. But now this one, to establish this concept of, like, intentions through time, this one's really, to me, it's just really beautiful. And this one's from Imam Ali Islam. And at the Battle of Jamal, there was a man there who said, I wish my brother could have been present so he could have seen the, the victory. And Imam Ali responded to him, did your brother want to be here? And the man said, yes. He says, then he saw everything and he witnessed everything and he partook in this. Then he went on a little bit further to say, there are people who have witnessed this, who have seen this, who aren't even in their mother's loins yet, but their desire to be here and to, to be a part of this has brought them here. And this time, this gap of time, would make their iman stronger because of their intentions and their desires to be here with us and be part of these things. And that one to me was just, like, it's not just like, okay, I have to have a good intention, you know, today to go out and, like, give sadaqa. I guess that's good. Don't not have that intention. Definitely have that intention. Um, but it's not limited to the present or the, the near future or even the distant future. You can even have, like, this intention or niyat to be at the Battle of Karbala with Imam Hussein, salam, or the Battle of Khandak with the Prophet, you could have, if you have this intention, this desire that you want to serve Allah not only here and now or tomorrow, but even in the past, and something about you just burns because you couldn't have been there to help. Allah recognizes that, and it has value, significant value and weight. But again, these can't just be like those little you know, willy-nilly hey, I'm going to do this, but I know I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to say I'm going to do it. Like, like realistically, when you think about it, you know it's not going to happen. There's something wrong. You need to fix your way of thinking. You need to get it together. Like, if I'm defeating this before it even starts, if I'm killing this intention in myself before I even engage in the action, like, why am I deficient? What, what is broken in me? that I don't trust in Allah to see his business through to the end, well, why do I think it's not even plausible or like it's possible to be accomplished? I'm going to close this little segment with one last... I just, just, oh man. This is from Imam, Imam Bakr, And when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the, the good intention of somebody, he encompasses that person with ismat, with, with protection. But th that's it. He said, ismat. And you know that word. You've heard that, bef that word before. Because ismat is this thing that the, the anbiya have, the prophets have. And Allah says he's using that to protect somebody with a good intention. That's just like really deeply. Just think about that for a second. Like, you know, we think about this thing and it's like unobtainable. It's like something that's just reserved. You know, everything is in Allah's hand to give and use how he pleases. And there's something here with this intention. That when Allah knows you have a, a 
good intention, then then he would use this to help you. And I think that's really something that should be considered because a lot of times we have intentions and a lot of us think in such a way that it's all on our shoulders. Like, we're bearing all the weight. Like, if I can't do it myself, then it's just never going to get done. I don't have help coming from somewhere else. Then sometimes, you know, people maybe have a slightly bigger mind and they're like, okay, yeah, you know, this is a big project. This is, you know, a big endeavor. It's going to require help. And I know some people that are going to try and insist, but I don't have faith or confidence in my friends to accomplish this. Both the first and the second are in, in completely broken ways of thinking because it doesn't matter how strong you are, how capable you are, you know, what means are available at your disposal. It all matters what Allah wants and what he wants to make happen. You can have nothing and be weak, and Allah will give you the strength to accomplish everything. And you can have all the money in the universe, and Allah will not allow you to accomplish the thing if he doesn't agree with it. This intention is everything, and this understanding of that it's everything's Allah's. If you have a good intention, truly good intention, it should be aligned with Islam, and it should be aligned with the teachings of Islam, and it should be aligned with what Allah wants, and if your intention is to do it and accomplish it for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for his pleasure, then if he wants it done, he will make sure it gets done through you or anybody else he sees and deems fit. And I think this, this subject of intention is, is more important, and under, properly understanding intention is more important than even the actions we do, because the actions we do are based on the intentions. So if you're praying namaz, but it's not for the intention of Allah, if you are fasting during the month of Ramadan, and it's only so that you can lose some weight, if you are, you know, everything you can get into, if you're giving charity only because it's going to be a tax break, like your intention is corrupt on these different levels. And at the end of it, the, the, the intention is the beginning, the foundation. It's like the constitution of every action. And everything should start with a good constitution. It should start with a good beginning. It should start with a good foundation. As we started in the beginning, Imam Ali said, the intention is the foundation. The intention is the foundation of the action. The intention has to be correct. It has to be pure. It has to be right. It has to be for the right reason. And better reason is there than Qurbatan Allah. We always need to be keeping these things in mind. The action is, is such an, a fascinating thing, and, and hopefully, inshallah, if Allah wills it, gives us life in a future segment, we're going to talk about um, niyat and how it pertains to the kufar, and also how it pertains to the mushrikeen, and one of my favorite hadiths, because there's so much meaning in it, um, how it can actually infect and, and seep its way into Muslims themselves and the Ummah as a whole in this interesting hadith about the ant. Inshallah, Allah gives us life and grants us the ability to meet again in the future. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. What? You haven't subscribed yet? Mate, get on the ball. Subscribe to the channel.